So, welcome to my first podcast. Um, let's go ahead and start this thing. So, these stories are all originally wrote by me um, using AI, otherwise, I would have gone writer's block. So, thank you, Dreamly AI, for letting me use your service to write these stories. Let's start. Those words are part of an incantation the old druids used. It's an old spell, and one that needs a lot of focus and concentration if he wants to be successful. The words are simple, but they're part of something else as well. That is something the druids do not want to do. They know the consequences of failure. This was said in the Book of a Black Seder, written by the Mad Arabica. The book is ancient, but speaks of the great power contained within its pages. It is rumored to have the magic of its own, which has no name. This means there is more knowledge than most people could ever imagine. And if anyone knows how to find the book... You have been in the forest of the tribe of Merkia for several years now, searching, looking for it, seeking to learn what it is, what it does, who wrote it, what it tells you. Why is it so important you must know? You need to understand it. It's too dangerous to leave until you know what it says. You have been speaking to the shaman about the book. He tells you it has the secrets of the dark druid tribe, which is what his people are. Long time ago, when they first learned the true history of the land, the black striatum was a sacred object which they first used and revered guarded fiercely. They knew it held secrets that would help them to use their gifts, their magics, to save their people. They would never willingly hurt any living being or harm a single leaf from their tree. They did this because there were only three other tribes on their territory at that time. Each had their own gods. This dark druid tribe enslaved the people of this land, book being the most powerful book known to the forest. These three tribes fought each other endlessly for the book, trying to steal it from others. In the end, each tribe won their war, killing off each other, leaving the book with only one tribe still alive. It was the last tribe which kept the knowledge and secret of how the book worked. Their secret was safe. For now, 
you enter the tent of the shaman. He looks at you kindly, sitting up on in his chair, and leaning back, looking at your face. He knows you are a sorcerer. He has seen it before. But the man doesn't seem to care. Welcome, the shaman says. He then sings an old song. When the black satyr is here, she will devour and create. For the blackest magic is safe with her. You look around the inside of the tent. You can't really make anything out. Everything is just covered in darkness. The light outside seems like nothing in contrast with this place. It seems like it's all shadows and nothingness. What's in these woods? You say. The shaman laughs softly. Well, I don't know exactly what's in these woods, but I do know that there's a reason why we call them the woods. Why? You ask. Because they're full of magic, the shaman replies. Magic? You ask. Yes, magic. You ask. What is this black satyr? The shaman replies. This being is a god of old, older than even our gods, a goddess of sorts, one who controls darkness in all things. She has been here for a very, very long time. The shaman answers. She is powerful and ancient. She rules over both light and darkness alike. She controls both life and death itself. She can grant wishes or take them away. She can destroy everything that comes close to her. In short, she is evil beyond compare. And very, very bad. You ask, in her book, what is in it? The shaman answers. It contains some of the darkest and deepest secrets of the world. Power is no equal. It is the key to understanding all of existence and the way things work, you ask. So, where is it? The shaman replies, It is within herself. Chapter 2 You wake up in your tent. You look around and see that you're still in your sleep shirt and pants. You quickly get dressed and head out to see your friends again. You smile to yourself, thinking about last night. It feels good to talk to people you feel close enough trust. You think about what the shaman said last night and you feel scared. What did the shaman mean? The book is within herself. You wonder as you head out of your tent. You walk through the camp for a while. You hear someone running after you, calling for you. You turn and see your friend Jiraiya. He walks toward you. He puts out a hand ready to grab you. You notice there is an odd look on his face. He seems worried. Hey, Jiraiya, are you alright? You ask him. As he looks down at you and then at your clothes. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'm fine. Um. Listen, I gotta tell you something important. He says, come come with me, please. I promise it will help you understand. I promise it's important, he says and grabs you. He starts pulling you towards his tent. He stops once you're inside tent, closes the door behind you and locks it.
He turns around and looks at you. He's, you stand there confused and nervous, but curious. He sits down on his couch. He sighs deeply. He turns back toward you. I dreamt of a cider with black fur last night, he tells you. As he looks at you, he sees you tense up. You start shaking. You look frightened and shocked. Your mouth, you open your mouth to speak. No, wait. Please, he exclaims loudly. Please, let me understand, explain. The satyr is her, the black satyr. She said to ask you about a book you're searching for. He says as he looks into your eyes. He waits for your reaction. He watches your hands shake and your face become pale with fear. You look like you're in pain and shock. You look at him as tears run down your cheeks. You slowly look down at your feet. As you try and stop crying, you feel ashamed and disgusted by yourself. Didn't she show you where the book was or is you ask no 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 not yet N no so 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 what 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 you ask Jiria shakes his head you I, I can't believe this is happening I know she would not be awake yet but yet she is Jiria says the book holds dark true knowledge the knowledge of the dark true tribe was going on i dreamed of her in the dream you saw that book contains secrets of all things if you have any questions go read it Jiria says you are dreaming deeply visions of the dark satyr pass in your mind fragments of knowledge corrode your mind corrupting your soul your blood feels like poison coursing through you you're surrounded by darkness surrounding you closing in around you you feel your heart pounding your breathing quickens you feel panic rising inside you you're overwhelmed by the darkness the black satyr is laughing you feel its laugh echoing inside you who are you To have my book, for I am the Black Sayer, the master of all things. I will destroy everything that lives on the ground. I am pure darkness and I am eternal. I control the black trees that cover every inch of this world. I am the dark, cold, dark force. I am all evil and hate. You want my book? Come and get it, fool! You awake suddenly, someone shaking you. You sit up and see your friend's concerned faces looking down at you. You have got to wake up, Konomos Zama says to you. What's happening to you? you? You've gone pale and you are screaming and yelling like crazy. Uh, I don't remember, you reply. Konomos says, we need to take you to the shaman. He tells you, the, the shaman? You ask? Kanazmo says, nods his head, and you get up to leave you alone in tent. 
You stare out in darkness. You remember the dreams you've been having of the black satyr and the dark druid tribe. You remember everything you've done. You were angry. You were afraid. You felt like you couldn't move anymore. You wanted to scream. You wanted to break something. The darkness around you was growing darker by the second. You heard a noise come towards the tent. You looked up to see the shaman standing there. He looks at you with concern written on his face. Are you okay? He asks you. You nod, looking back in the darkness. Uh, I can't remember, you reply. I, I feel trapped. You say, the shaman takes your hands gently as he helps you up. She is calling you, tempting you, isn't she? The shaman says as he leads you away. What? do you mean? You ask. The Sayer's always tempting me. It's always been doing that since I was little. The Sayer is a beast that seduces men and women. He sings his song again. When the black Sayer is here, she will devour and create, or the blackest magic is safe with her. He promises to make the dark and lonely places night. A place of light, her words and her promises will hold you captive and keep you here. Chapter 4 You know what? I really don't remember anything from last night. You tell your friend Jiria. Do you think I had a nightmare, you ask? Jerry shakes his head. No, nothing like this has ever happened to you before. Jerry says, something happened to you last night that was different, you ask. How so? Well, maybe I should just tell you instead of asking you, Jerry responds. Well then, what happened, you say to him. Jerry sighs heavily. The shaman told you that the black sayer was dangerous, right? Jerry asks. Yes, you say. Is that all? Jerry nods his head yes. You and Jerry stand there for a few minutes in silence. The silence is comfortable, peaceful, and soothing. It fills the room helps you and Jerry in peace. Jerry breaks the silence. Do you remember when we were younger and we would play together as children? When you found your lost brother in the forest and rescued him? He asked. Of course I do. You reply, smiling. You look over at him and raise an eyebrow. Jira smiles at you and chuckles. You were so beautiful that day. He replies, looking at you. And handsome. You reply, grinning and cute. He continues. But, but I'm not cute now, am I? You add. Not cute anymore. He says, nodding his head. Thanks to your training, I'm very cute. He, you joke. <laughs> I, I mean, you train me after all. You wink. I... Guess it makes sense that you become more attractive after being in the military, Jira says. Right then, Jira's eyes roll back in his head. 
He collapses on the floor, and you look down at him in shock. You quickly kneel next to him as you place a hand on his chest. You place two fingers on his neck. He begins gasping. You feel his whole body begin convulsed. You feel a strong wind blow past you. cracking sound a voice whispers huge fire you mortal this boy's mine to do with thy wish the voice spoke softly you turn around see the black satyr standing a few feet behind you she was leaning against one of the trees she smirks at you her bright green eyes staring yours you say Gaffu as you draw a sign banishment against her. The black sayer turns away from you and begins walking backwards. As she walks backwards, she laughs <laughs> and says, You have seen and spoken the dark druid, the dark satyr who is known by only one name. The sayer pauses to look at you for a moment, then continues walking backwards. It was good to meet you. She disappears behind the trees and leaves the camp. As you turn back, Jerry, you see him lying on the floor, breathing hard. He was still un- he is still unconscious. Your heart aches for him. You bend for to help him, but he's too heavy. You say, Gafu, as you grab his arm and starts pulling. After a couple seconds effort, he slowly starts moving, but his breathing body seems heavy. You manage to pull him edge of bed of the tent. You lean him against side tent. He lays flat on the grass. His shirt and pants soak through sweat. He was shivering and struggling to breathe. You glance around the tents. They seem empty. But then you realize the shaman must be helping some other campers. Chia, you whisper, looking over him. You touch his forehead. He feels warm. Shaman! You call out as you loudly as you dare. No answer. Shaman! You yell again louder this time. It's not up here. You try not to panic. You look about you. You search among tents, tents for anyone. You spot the shaman. Help! Chapter 5 It is the day of your friend's funeral. Weirdly, when he died, the doctor gave you a book that appeared on his body after death. It was called The Book of the White, the first book of the Black Satyr's Curse. The book... The book's power source. It also explains you why he's called the Black Seder. The Black Seder who feeds off of suffering. It shows you how the Seder comes to be. The book showed you all the different paths that the Black Seder's life took. They changed and they evolved and they died. The stories in the book are true. 
They told us how he started with a wife, Seder, one who was innocent, naive, and kind. Described how he began using darkest spells, and that slowly corrupted him. Corrupting him into an evil person he became. It described how he made the white satyr suffer and give his own life to save the others. The book showed you how he continued to change and evolve until he came where he was today. A dark god-like being of pure malice. This book also shows instructions of some of the darkest rituals. Also shows how the satyrs could use their victims, use them as sacrifices. All that needed to be done is to burn their bodies or feed on them. This explains why the satyr had become so powerful during those dark times. That explains why they could do such horrible things. Why they were so deadly. It explained why the satyr was so powerful. The book show you the ritual to summon the black satyr and sacrifice it demanded of its victim. It showed you the way prepared by the black satyr to receive its new meal. This book was called the Book of the Black Satyr. The Book of the White is the same as the Book of the Black Satyr, but both of them were written in different languages. The Book of the White was written in ancient Sumerian, while the Book of the Black was written in Hebrew. You stare wide-eyed at the book in your hands. You take a deep breath and close your eyes, laying out a quiet breath through your mouth. You read one of its rituals. Before you start, you hear a whisper. This is my book. I meant for you to have it. You open your eyes and see the black sayer sitting across from you in front of you. She looks up to you and smiles. Why are you here? You killed Jira! You yell. She raises an eyebrow and grins wider. Oh, I did kill him. She says, in fact, I've been watching you for quite a while now. But that's no matter now, is it? What are you talking about? I will feast. You don't have to be here when I do. You can hold yourself within myself if you want. She says to you. She smiles and tilts her head. Do you really want to risk being eaten by me? Her smile widens as she gets closer to you. You quickly move away from her, trying not to get near her at all. She stands in front of you and stares into your eyes. You draw, quickly draw the sign of banishment in the air. She vanishes instantly, leaving the ground, shaking in her footsteps. You gasp as you clutch on side tent. You stare up at the sky. You can feel the breeze blowing past you. The sun is shining brightly and you feel refreshed you sit up straight you wipe sweat off your brow
Chapter 6 It is night, the last full moon before winter arrives. The sky was pitch black, stars twinkling like little diamonds. Moonlight bathes everything in light silver. You sit outside under a big tree. A roar is roaring in the bonfire. People dance around its warmth, laughing and singing. It is the night when 400 years ago the Black Seder went to sleep. You remember this night clearly because the fire lit up the whole campsite. You could make out everyone around it dancing, singing, eating their food, drinking their drink. It made the camp seem so alive and well. You look down at the book in your lap. You sigh. You turn it over in your hands. There has been a new ritual that appeared in it recently. The Ward of the White Seder, a spell that requires sacrifice. And sacrifices have become much rarer now. You are reading, worrying one of these rituals. As soon as you saw the words, blood for blood you knew what they meant you know what they mean it's the last rites right you know you have to do it before the black sayer comes back to eat you and the rest of the camp you stand up quietly grabbing your satchel and placing the book inside you pull the book over your shoulder you walk to the edge of the campsite to leave you hear someone ye- say yana and you stop in the tracks, turning to see Tsuragi standing beside you. He looks concerned. You okay, kid? I know the, I know the ritual is important, but what is the need to run out of the campsite? Well, I think the Black Seder might come back. You explain, looking toward Forrest. Tsuragi nods and asks you. And you tell him. You stare into Sergi's eyes. I need to kill my best sheep. You tell him. He grabs you and hug. Tears begin to fall. You don't know who he thinks this person is. But he loves her very much. When you break apart, he hugs you one more time. Sergi says... Be careful, okay? And then walks off. You turn and start running into the forest. The wind blows past you, making trees rustle and shake. It makes you jump slightly. You keep running until you reach end of camp. You have to go up to a mountain near camp. You can see it glowing faintly from afar. You climb the hill. You get to the top and find yourself in a clearing. You sit down underneath the tree closest to the mountain. You pull your satchel out from behind your back. You put it on your jacket. You zip up and sit down leaning your back against the tree. You hear a voice say, You would not do this to me, would you? You look up see the white satyr. 
He is crouching next to you. He, she was dressed in a long, flowing white robe, with a golden clasp collar. Her skin a slight golden brow, and her hair shone a pale white color in the moonlight. She smiled gently. You smile back. Wait, why are you smiling? The white satyr is just a form of the black satyr. You quickly draw your knife. It flashes bright silver in the moonlight and, and swing it. It lands a few centimeters from Black Sayer's face. She doesn't flinch as she watches Blake come near. Why should I listen to you? Her head tilts slightly and she smiles even wider. As I said, I can hold you within myself while I feast. She stands up straight, lifting her hands above her head. I will grant you a gift. You watch as tips her fingers begin glow a soft green. I will give you this power. Your eyes widen in shock as you realize that she is actually going to consume you. You draw a sign vanishing quickly in air and white satyr glows as if a bright light hit her and then fades away. You continue going up to the top of the mountain. This mountain has an ancient connection with the Black Seder. This must be the sacred mountain. The only mountain that holds a strong connection to the Black Seder is called the Mountain of the Dark Lord. You stare down at the mountain, wondering if you ever get a chance to return again. You place your hand on trunk of a tree. You begin to chant. You chant the protection of the trees to help ward off the darkness. Then you begin singing the prayers of gods to protect themselves and their loved ones against the evil of the dark god. And You continue chanting, praying to the trees of your sacred mountain. Then, as you finish chanting the prayer, you feel a chill down your spine. As soon as you feel like that, the trees around you erupt with screaming, screaming as if their souls are being ripped from them. You fall backwards and cover yours, try block out the screaming. You look around, the trees are on fire. No, 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 no. You mire yourself, you scramble to get back onto your feet. You look back the way you came. There is the black satyr standing there. You cannot banish me, he tells you. He takes a step forward and begins walking towards you.
took an air step towards you slowly. You felt his presence growing stronger. The trees around you began to die and fade away. Your body began to tremble with fear. You wanted to run and hide, but no. You start chanting the name of the ancient gods. You continue to recite them until you see the black stare close to you. You can't stop me. The black sayer says, stepping closer you, sound his voice is like knives cutting through your mind. You finish the exorcism with one last word. Go he The trees of the sacred mountain explode with a loud cracking noise, which causes the black sayer flinch back. He screams as smoke starts to rise from trees. You run towards him as fast as you can. He falls backwards and you grab a hold of the sides of his head. You lift it towards the sky and scream, Alig! You slam his head down onto ground. His skull cracks loudly and you let go of his head. You stumble back and fall to your knees. You look up at Black Sayer. He is still laying ground unmoving you crawl over him check his pulse it is weak you bash him with the final words go from whence you come in the name of all go the black satyr instantly bursts into flame he disappears in a swirl of dust you stand up looking around all that remains are smoldering woods the trees have burned to ashes you pick yourself up and carry on. You walk through clearing silence. Your satchel hangs loosely from your shoulders as you carry your satchel. Your satchel weighs so heavy you head back home. Sun rises. You arrive home and you open the front door. The house is quiet. You go upstairs into your bedroom. You drop the satchel on the floor. You unzip it. Inside lay three pieces of wood tied together by a string. The first piece of wood is shaped like an eggshell. You take the second piece of wood out of the satchel. It's shaped like an owl. Its eyes are closed. The third piece of wood is shaped like a small candle. This is the last piece of wood. You wrap your hands around and call it the last piece. You realize the shaman must have put these in here to help with the banishing. You look at them a moment longer. Then you take the candles and tie them together. You hold it up and look in awe at how beautiful the small flame seems. We shall not forget you, you whisper. You look out the window and the mountains are covered in thick fog. Looks like snow. You walk down the stairs and put Satchel down next table. You sit on the couch. You look up and stare at ceiling. I'll be back for you when this is over. You promise the empty room. You close your eyes. You don't sleep, but when you wake up, the sun is shining. You guys have enjoyed 
The Story of the Black Satyr. Originally wrote in by me using AI. Hope you liked it. See you guys in the next reading.